Hi, and welcome to the loud and short of it. I'm Ramsey, the loud one. And I'm Jesse, the short one. This week we have our monthly movie review, and we are doing Fast and Furious. Or Fast 9, The Fast Saga. Exactly right. Okay. And I totally forgot that's the title. I'm the biggest fucking Fast and Furious nerd there is. It's a lot simpler to call it Fast and Furious <laughs> yeah. 9. Let's, uh, so we're going to dive right into it. Let's get into the numbers here. Um, I'll handle the numbers for this one because this is my, uh, this, this is my is baby. baby. This yeah. is my pain. Eight, eight movies in the making. Oh, well, not if you count Hobbs and Shaw, one of the great movies of our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cut back to that episode. <laughs> Critics, 60%. Generous. I would say especially for critics. Yeah. Audience, 82%. Is that the lowest Fast and Furious ever? That was my initial thought, and I didn't do any legwork to find out, mm. but uh, yes. Low. <laughs> <laughs> Loud, short of it approved. <laughs> Jesse, what are you giving this movie? I'm going to give this movie a 5%. Jesus, is that the lowest you've ever gone? No, I think I've, I've given out a one or something before. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I've, I've, there's been some stinkers. Yeah. But but this one, giving it, giving it, this is definitely... One of the worst fucking films I've ever had to sit through. Yeah, I knew there was an issue, and actually, let me just go ahead and give give mine. Uh, I'm giving this movie a thirty percent. If you know me, I've loved Fast and Furious for twenty years now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I fucking hated this movie. I was bored as shit. I don't know where the thirty percent's coming from. Uh, probably just because of all the family. My five percent's coming from that. If you just watch the first five percent of this movie. Beautiful. Yeah, pretty good. Fucking great. Pretty movie. good. And if I had stopped there, my God. <laughs> Would have we be happy? We'd, we'd be a great mood. Yeah. <laughs> uh worldwide gross five hundred point three million. Undeserved. Just ridiculous amounts of money for such a pile of dog shit. <laughs> uh opening weekend was seventy million. Which I will state a big record. Yeah, is the biggest since the pan since pandemic started. This one did better than Hobbs and Shaw did, and that was before the sickness that's was nuts. floating around. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Uh, so the movies are back. Uh, I don't I don't think Alamo's going out of business anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, we're yeah. we're all safe, but uh, good movies just aren't back yet. <laughs> uh, the budget was two hundred to two hundred and fifty million. So they will this, be making another one. A hundred percent. No way there yeah. won't be F ten. The Furious Saga. <laughs> it was pretty FXF. FFX. FFX. Fucking hell. Straight to TV. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Why does he do this? Okay. All right. Let's get into the fun facts. You can't tell I'm horribly distraught. <laughs> uh, my favorite fun fact was that this happened in 20... This fun fact comes from 2017. Mm, Tyrese Gibson. Cut. Tyrese Gibson, who plays uh, Roman. He's one of the dudes who went into space. Okay, okay. Spoilers. Uh, in 2017, he said he would not be in this movie if Dwayne Johnson was in it. Uh, they got beef? Uh, apparently, yeah, they did not get along, and uh, then uh, Dwayne Johnson announced he was going to star in the spinoff movies instead, mm. and Tyrese was back for, for nine. Okay. I will say that fucking sucks. I did. He <laughs> was not funny in this movie. It was really weird. There also, it feels weird to say, it feels like there weren't enough characters in this movie. And oh. I feel like, like who ha- who talked and said things that people cared about. Oh yeah, yeah. There was the, a big old crew that was together. But yeah, most of them were just filler. In fact, the entire movie was filler. Yeah, to between two race scenes. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Rock was sorely missed in this movie. I think after Fast and Furious Five, The Rock came in, and I really liked all the movies up until this one. And this one was just 
That being said, just this has nothing to do with the movie, a bit of a tangent. The Rock seems like he's too nice of a guy in everything I see him in, and I question how much of that is a PR team and maybe he's a piece of shit in real life. If somebody was like, it just came out The Rock's actually a piece of shit in real life, I wouldn't be like, oh my god. I'd be yeah. like, oh, I get... From, there's there's from hints all, here and there. From all eyewitness accounts, The Rock is really nice to his fans. I, it's, I, I, I don't see The Rock as like... I mean, he's he's a rich piece of shit, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. they all fuck... All these fucking Hollywood punks are. But, like, I just don't see The Rock as, like, a dude who would particularly be shitty. Yeah, he reminds me of, like, I Tom Cruise. I just want to know what the beef with this is. Yeah, he well, reminds me Tom like, Cruise is a Scientologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. not, that's not what I'm trying to say. I just mean, like, within, like, whenever he meets fans and stuff, he's always really nice and shit. Yeah. I don't think The Rock... Like, Scientology is the biggest thing people have against Tom Cruise, which is huge, don't get me wrong. But <laughs> as far as, like, mistreating staff and stuff, like, never really... Been the guy for that's it. fair. I want I want to know what this beef is then. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think the one of the main things is Tyrese Gibson doesn't do shit. This these this is his own. These are the only movies he's in. He's not really that talented. Uh, he tried being a rapper and it wasn't good. And uh, the it's rock dope that he threw it down though. It was yeah, like me this totally unknown actor. Yeah. I refuse to be in Fast and Furious. Yeah, if you put the Rock, one of the most well known actors, in. He went on like fucking Instagram Live and was just like. Dwayne, brother, I'm telling you, do not make uh, the spinoff movie. Like, you're taking away from what we have here in this franchise. Oh, I remember man. just sitting there like, man, this is cringy as shit. But uh, the man still has a career, so it is what it is. Uh, next fun fact. He did fact, not want to let The Rock into the family. No, not at all, bro. He knew <laughs> he knew he was in trouble if The Rock showed up. Uh, Tyrese thought it was a joke that they were going into space. I thought it was a joke that they were going into space. I did too. I went into the the, the living room today, and uh, our, our Jesse's roommate was just like, "Oh, dude, yeah, they're going to space in this." When I looked at him, and I was like, "Are you joking? Are you for <laughs> like? Did you just spoil that for me? They went into space." Um, and the last one, this movie is directed by Justin Lin, who directed Tokyo Drift, the other one of the Fast and Furious movies that I don't like. Really? Yeah. I think Tokyo Drift is the one I've watched the most, which I haven't seen all of them, but I watched Tokyo Drift at least like really? three times and thought it was a fun movie. See, what I dislike about Tokyo Drift is that there's some cool stuff that happens, but there's a lot of nonsense in between it where people are like, oh yeah, we're all friends, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. A movie that, <laughs> a problem that this movie shares. Yeah. Yikes! But it's been way too long since I saw Tokyo Drift for me to reasonably compare them, so I'm just it, gonna let that one go. It's honestly probably fine. I'm not even sure if I actually hate Tokyo Drift or just like I said that one time and everyone freaked out and I was like, "Well, <laughs> done." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pretend like I hate this movie now. Uh, but let's just jump into my takes. Uh, I I fucking hate this movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the takeover and over. Again. <laughs> yeah. The uh, I will say the the one thing that uh we talked about ad nauseum at this point is. They do go into space. Uh, in my head, I thought this movie was going to be, and Jesse said this too, I thought this movie was going to be like where they're just like, fuck it, we're going fully crazy, which I feel like they already did with Fast and Furious 8 when they were like racing a nuclear submarine. And I was like, this is perfect. I love this shit. Yeah. They, they are all superheroes and they, they, have, they have fucking su- they have super strength and shit. But in this movie, like, they don't really do anything that cool. They play with magnets and cars and flip some trucks over. And then in the end, they're just like, we're going to fly this car into space to crash into a satellite yeah, to interrupt the They didn't steal a uplink. rocket ship to get to space. They flew no. a car to space. They flew in, like, a fucking Pontiac Fiero or whatever. It was just like, 
And and like when they're in space, it's not cool. It's just two dudes sitting in a car this talking isn't quietly cool or funny. It's, yeah, and and that was my beef with Hobbs and Shaw, and my beef with just the entire Fast and the Furious. And but this one I went into differently with Hobbs and Shaw. Ramsey had to drag me to that movie. There was a bet that involved that he that he paid for my ticket just so I'd go see it with him. Yep, and. I've always thought the Fast and Furious are so fucking stupid because they like try to be like an action movie, like a real action movie, and then they're the dumbest pieces of garbage humanly possible yeah. with like some cool stuff that happens. But then this one, it the trailer is impeccable, and I hate trailers, and I hate them even more now. But this one was like, no, we're not going to do any of the silly like taking ourselves seriously. This is going to be the Kingsman, but with cars. It's yeah. going to be fucking balls to the wall, the funniest shit you've ever seen. And then the one time that they really like pushed the envelope and went to space, it's not comical no. at all. It's just, like they they like try to make it like they bring up like a like a science aspect and they're like the numbers will work out, we will survive. Yeah, and like oh my god, you're seriously flying a car in space. I think that the the thing I land on that where I'll disagree with you is like I don't think that. With this one, I feel like this one took itself too seriously sometimes, and that's where it got kind of boring. But, like, the previous ones, I feel like the in-between where, like, they're trying to be funny, it's usually always funny. And then, like, whenever, like, they have the serious moment where Vin Diesel's like, and I'm going to bet my family or whatever, like, it's funny because it's dumb. Yeah. And, like, that works because if you can, if you can hit the – And 30 gym, seconds long instead of yeah, half the movie. And if you can hit that where the action's funny because it's so crazy but it also looks cool and you're making jokes that are actually pretty funny when they're intentional and then you just laugh at Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel being serious, like, that works and that's what the franchise was. But with this movie, that's not what ha- what's happening. Like – all the jokes they make are fucking cringy and just like, like just boring as shit. It's like they're barely trying to deliver the fucking mm-hmm. lines, and then like, and then like you want to laugh at like the family stuff, but at the same at the same time you're just like, dude, I it's eighty percent of fucking are so movie. long that you can't laugh anymore. You're like yeah. you laugh like the first time he's like but family, and then it's a cut scene of thirty minutes of him as a child, yeah, with his dad and his brother, and there's. Yeah, You're just like okay, but I don't care. This kind of this also like kind of ducks into my next point about this too, because I feel like this movie, like when I said earlier, there's too many characters. This movie is like they keep talking about, oh, I know a guy here, I know a guy there, and it's just like B and C list characters because mm-hmm. people like a, a bunch of people have just dropped off the franchise at this point. Paul Walker died, which sucked or whatever, but like they had to like re- replace him with fucking John Cena. And then, like, Han is back in this one because he fake died. Yeah. And Mr. Nobody was the reason he fake died. And and there's no reason for him to be back. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't even do anything. Like, well, he brings... he brought the girl. He, the girl could have existed. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just figured that out. But it's just... Everything's just so ham-fisted. And, like, John Cena in this movie's fucking ham-fisted in there. And it's just, like... It just feels like... This is an in-between movie to restart the franchise and be like, oh, now we have a new team of yeah. like people where like Han's back and John Cena's here that we're gonna fight fucking what's her stupid name? Cipher. It's just it feels like a whole bunch of like, oh, please, please care about the franchise again. I with, think I can summarize eighty no percent of the movie all the talking into one part, and then we can go on the race scenes. Yeah. This, if you watch the Godzilla review, and I'll post the link for that that we've done before. This movie is the opposite of Godzilla. It's bad. With Godzilla, they were like, what do the fans want? And they were like, they want big monster fight, tiny bit of humans talking. Yeah. And then we got the, that Godzilla movie is stellar. This movie was, they were like, what do the fans want? They want Vin Diesel to talk just the whole time. And that's what you get. Yeah. The, and then 
There's some action scenes, and then there's some racing scenes. Yeah. But the best scene in the entire movie is the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. They have a baby. They're like, look, Vin Diesel has a baby. Great baby. Baby, baby go bye-bye. Race yeah. scene. And that race scene is fucking awesome. There's a shooting scene. Yeah. So fucking cool. And then it's just for the yeah. rest of the movie. Nothing else cool happens. Like, nothing else that crazy happens. Uh, I will I will say the uh, one thing I, I definitely want to touch on. Uh, the flashback scenes with uh, the young Dom and the young Jacob or whatever, mm-hmm. I like those. Really? And I think that if you were ever going to try and make this series about racing again, you should just restart it with those two actors. Because ah. that was just fine. I, I At no point during during when that stuff was happening, I was like, this is okay because the young Dom can kind of act. And I was yeah. like, I'm remotely compelled by this because it was also it's all callbacks to the move the movie that started it all, which I like a lot. But past that, no more family stuff, more <laughs> action. The the Dom and John Cena, the two of them, and then the flashbacks. It took me until like the second flash, second or third flashback, to be like, okay, that one's Dom, that one's John yeah. Cena. Because <laughs> I was like, are they, these are two white dudes that look like thumbs. Yeah. I was like, I don't know which one's supposed to be it, which. It, kids. It was funny because Vin Diesel does look more ethnic than John Cena. Charlie's throne literally just goes, I knew the Toretto's were mixed, but I didn't expect such Nordic features, and I was like. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that is the oddest shit I've ever heard. Your chin is strange. Yeah, <laughs> you have a square chin. I was just like, man, just call him John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, man. Cardi B's in this movie. Yeah, for like 30 seconds. Like, yeah, she runs a super hot bitch spy arena yeah. in Britain. And he's not being sexist. Like, she says that. Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, she just says that, and it's... It's weird. Very strange. Unaddressed. When we left the movie, I was like, Ramsey, is there a Fast and the Furious thing with Cardi B I didn't know about where she's like a character? And he's like, no, that's never. She's never been in it before. She's there. And if I'm wrong, don't tell me. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, okay. Let's get into the race. Yeah, yeah, You know, the first five minutes, amazing racing. But if you've seen the trailer, you've already seen that racing. Yep. The whole thing. Then you get dispersed throughout maybe every... 20 minutes, you get a two to five minute race scene. Yeah. That was pretty cool, but not not worth it. Nothing of substance in those. I think the first one's cool because it, like, it does the classic thing where like it gives you some like medium cool action with guns, and then it goes into like uh, them driving the cars like through the jungle and stuff, and then like things start taking off. They take off these like massive jumps, and it's like you're like, oh, yeah, fuck. Like, this is why I'm fucking yeah. here, man. Yeah. I was the, then they just stopped. I doing showed that. up in this movie being like, "I am ready for this." Fifteen minutes into the movie, I was like, "I am fucking hyped. This is gonna yeah. be so good." And then it just fucking tanks, and it's talking for thirty minutes. Yeah. And then there's another racing, quick as fuck, over. Then they have Magnet Car. Yeah. Which that was kind of cool. One was horrible though, because it was like they're driving a semi truck through the city, mm-hmm. and then like it's it, got a big magnet. In there. Yeah. You got to know that. And then Dom is just chasing John Cena while, the, but they're they're keeping the focus on the magnet truck. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dude, this is not fast or furious. <laughs> this is fat. This is not fast, and I'm furious. <laughs> <laughs> then then you get a couple more chase scenes. Yeah, but like real short, nothing that cool. Yeah, and nothing one like in a, fast. One and in furious. a Lambo, and there's just cops. But then it's over so quickly, and you're like, yeah, mm, that would have been cool. Because they're also like having a fucking full on conversation while it's happening. Yeah. Oh. It's like a kind of a joke because you're like, ha, old lady, drive fast. Yeah, you're like, ah, funny. look at Helen Mirren go. And this is nothing to them. <laughs> Getting away from cops means jack shit to them. They're super spies now. Yeah. 
Except that Dom wouldn't drive the car because he doesn't steal anymore. So, <laughs> but he, he would get. He said, "No, I don't steal no more, but I do ride in passenger seat while you kill multiple police officers." <laughs> then I, I was the end. <laughs> The ending, the ending race, which, yeah. which I was really hopeful that after sitting through this whole thing, it would pay off in the end. And the way they pay off is they took the Magnus out of the SUV, and they have a little juxtaposition where they go, ooh, the Magnet, the biggest Magnet I've ever seen. And then they take the Magnet apart, and they put the Magnets in all the cars. Yeah. Now, every car's got a Magnet and a reverse Magnet that glows blue when reverse Magnet. Yeah. And they do, cool. like... Four cool things with reverse magnet where they send cars flying. Yeah, the mo- the biggest cr- crime of this movie is that in the trailer there's a part where Tyrese goes, "Y'all messing with magnets now?" And me and Jesse lost our shit. <laughs> Hardest I've laughed in a movie theater. And then we get to the movie, and he just never says it. Yeah, I was so ready for it. The trailer cut of this movie is the best cut. A hundred percent. I think. Uh, oh yeah, the before the race even ha- or the the big race at the end even happens. At one point, Dom is fighting guys. It's my favorite part of the movie because Dom fights thirty guys literally. So he fights like the first eight. And he's not very cool. He banes someone. It's, yeah, it's not like John Wick fighting where you're like, oh, this guy's just really effective. Like he is like punching through them. He 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 is the strongest Captain America at this point. Yes, like for sure. He's just like punching. He picks a dude up, snaps his back on the fucking uh, railing, and then at one point, it the camera pans up to above them, and Dom is pushing back against fucking twenty four guys. He has a hand on two chests. Yeah, and he's, and like, he's just shoving them back. What you like, dude? He just like got supercharged. He was at a family reunion. He yes. has all the power courses through him. There's no reason. Nothing is ever explained why they why he wasn't shot. No, these people had guns and yeah. they're super villains. Like pin them and then there's also like, no reason for why he stays behind because he does the moment where he's like, "You got to go take care of Brian." And they close the door behind him to get Letty out of there, and he starts beating the guys up. And at one point, he's like, "Ah, too many guys!" So he grabs two metal chains and pulls down, and the entire roof collapses. A concrete on them. giant piece of concrete with rebar in it. The chain yeah. is attached to that concrete, likely to hang. Like a Thousand, foundational like cross structure. Of, yeah. He just pulls the whole foundation out from Yank, under everybody. Yanks it down, and then he like falls in the water and has a flashback. And then Letty just comes and saves him. And I was like, You fought thirty men. You 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 destroyed this tunnel and for yeah. what? Also, uh the, I got I got no more to go on. But the movie gets like strangely meta like three times, and it's not in a funny way, which would have been fine. It was in like a completely unnecessary way at one point uh cypher is like if this was a movie this is the time the villain would overplay their card and you were like okay that stupid thing to say and then she was like and you're like a star wars character and then they had like a three minute star wars bit which i was like oh fuck ramsey's gonna like this movie i'm gonna have to avoid it and then i looked over ramsey was just like <laughs> like Bro, in a it's not like a Star Wars reference. The guy is like talking. He's like, I need. He also has a. He sounds like an idiot the entire movie. But he's just like, I need fucking X wings in here uh, and everything. And he's like, because I'm like fucking Luke Skywalker, man. I'm the hero here. And then they start. They keep going for four minutes on mm-hmm. a Star Wars analogy. He's like, Actually, I'm Han Solo. Actually, yeah. no. And it ends with he's Yoda and he's a sock puppet. And he's got yeah. a hand in his butt. <laughs> and then he hires her. Yeah. And she turns on him, and he's like, sorry, John Cena, you got to fight my goon now because I turned on you. And John Cena's like, whoa, well, I got one thing you don't, bucko, and that's my family. 
<laughs> biggest piece of shit I've seen. Other meta thing. Um, one of the one of the crew is like, "Have you ever noticed that we never get hurt?" And then they're like, "What?" And he's like, "I think we're invincible." And he literally at one point says, "We've been on a lot of missions. Missions people would say are impossible." And I was like, "Are you trying to get sued?" I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this shit?" Like, just like, hey, like one yes, point, yes, you've stolen a franchise and done it worse. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> at one point, he he's like, "Look at my jacket." Look how many times I got shot in this jacket. There's all these bullet holes in it, but I guess the bullets just went past his body because it was a baggy jacket he's or not, something. He's got, he, he was wearing the bulletproof vest under it. That's not luck, then, bro. <laughs> That's not luck. That's something doing its job. But yeah, it is just. And then like the two other characters are playing along with them. And they're just like, Nah, you're a dumbass. And then they go to space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to fuck. I'm done talking about this shit ass movie. Yeah, I would have rather gone to space and died than <laughs> seen it. 100%. Oh, Hi, and welcome to Loud and Short of It. I'm Ramsey the Loud One. And I'm Jesse the Short One. Welcome to our monthly movie review where we will be reviewing A Quiet Place Part 2. Mm. I like this movie. I think, I think this movie's pretty that good. this movie was pretty okay. Yeah, it's not so bad. Yeah, okay, now we're going to get into the numbers. <laughs> um, it got so a, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it got a 91 from the critics. Very high. Yeah, it's it got a 93 from the audience. Rare, rare you see them that close of a number. Yeah. That's, that's kind of... I, I think, think it that, makes sense for I this one. It speaks well to the movie. Yeah. You, can, you, got, you got everybody on board with you. Um, I'm going to give it a 74. And after those first two scores, I feel kind of like a grumpy bitch for giving it that. I don't. I think that's a fair score because I'm giving it a 70 flat. Hey, we're close. Yeah. This I think, movie, uh, all audiences in agreement on this movie. This is seems. a movie that didn't need to be made, but it was, mm -hmm. and it was okay. I have a fun <laughs> fact about that, but let's okay. get into the other numbers real quick. Worldwide gross, $109 million. Mm, Okay. That's... It's pretty good. Pretty it's damn a very good. low budget, I think. Opening weekend made forty eight million, which at the time it was released, that was the pandemic record. Biggest movie to come out since since the start of COVID. Quickly destroyed by the other movie we reviewed this month, Fast oh. and the Furious. But hey, I'm sorry, was it uh Fast Nine the Fast oh, Saga? Fast nine the Fast Saga. F nine Fast F Nine F the nine. Fast Saga. Yes. Watch yes. your fucking mouth talking <laughs> about the family like that, dog. <laughs> With a budget of sixty one million very likely they make a third one. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, but fun facts. Uh, John Krasinski's a piece of shit and should be canceled. Cosign. <laughs> <laughs> if you aren't aware, John Krasinski at the beginning of the pandemic made a YouTube channel. He used that YouTube channel to bing up a bunch of fucking sponsors, and then he sold that shit to a company. He made a to buttload MSNBC of money. MSNBC for millions. Millions off of millions. other people's suffering. Yep. It was called the Good News Show. The Good News with Today or something. Good, yeah, some was, good news. He was, some good, he was like, happy, happy, happy. I sold it all. He's like, ah, Jen from the office you know that old rascal <laughs> big prank like i did on dwight uh, okay I'm, I'm profiting off your suffering this is the most fun facts i've ever had on this movie so now we know john krasinski is a piece of shit yeah second fun fact to know john krasinski is not a big enough of a piece of shit to feel like he needed to make a second quiet place really he made the first one and he thought it was good he didn't think it needed a sequel he he was like i proved myself as an artist i'm out i don't need to make my bag off of this then 
John Lindsay said that was his viewpoint. Two of the screenwriters who helped him write the first one were like, we're not going to make a second one. That's a bad idea. Then John Krasinski said in an interview that the producers did some Jedi mind tricks on him and convinced him to direct and write the second movie. Are you movie. fucking serious? And Jedi mind tricks is a very fun way to say offered him a fucking bag and the man went for it and wrote this fucking movie. Which makes me like it so much less, and I'm mad that I gave it the seventy, the seventy four. John, if you're listening, I've looked all my life for a nemesis, and I think I found him. <laughs> I hate you, John Krasinski. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I just, I just wish if John Krasinski just was like, I am a sellout. Fuck it. Who gives a shit? I wouldn't be bothered by it. But Not even the- that. He doesn't mean to say that. Just don't say something stupid. Just be <laughs> like, yeah, no, me and the producers, you know, we kind of, we worked out. We found a way to, to, pro- to progress the plot. Uh, and we, we found something that we think could service the original. Do you see how easy that was? <laughs> I was paid nothing for it. <laughs> nothing for what I just said. I hear a better PR department. Yeah. Oh, hey, John, uh, I don't hate you, but yeah, PR, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a professional in it. <laughs> I'd love to talk to you about that, John Krasinski. Not a piece of shit. And that's basically the end of my fun facts. Yeah, I can like <laughs> you definitely took a direction with this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh yeah, it's it's just something that didn't need to be made, but uh let's jump into our takes. Okay. Um this movie is a continuation of a movie that ended really well. As we a just movie said. that started the middle and the end was all well. The yeah. first Quiet Place was a crazy new kind of horror that that really tried something different. Yeah, and you, did it well. You had to be quiet. Yeah, you get it. You, Alamo had a special menu. You couldn't have popcorn during it. <laughs> mm-hmm. No chips. Yeah, it was no crazy. chips. It was uh, it was it was a new new ex- exciting time. This before we knew everything we knew about John Krasinski. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I think uh, there's two things I want to say about this movie. Uh, one, there's one thing we learned in this movie. It mm-hmm. is that the creatures can't swim. Now, I'm just going to move right over that. That's the only thing we learn. Uh, move right over that. Uh, the end of this movie implicate the end of the first movie implicates that this family is going to be totally fine without the father. Yeah. And that the mom can take care of business. And then in this movie, Cillian Murphy comes in. He plays a character who lived in the same town as uh, whatever their fucking names are. John the Krasinski. parents. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. <laughs> and um, he comes in and... Kind of just takes over, and the mom doesn't really do anything cool. Uh, yeah. Pretty much, if their plots were switched, this would be a better movie. Because for me personally, it really just felt like the mom was there to just take care of two kids while the new dad character went off with the unruly daughter to go find help, which just felt ridiculous. See, I, I thoroughly disagree with this. I really? think I think that that the new character he got built up very well and everything he did I was like yeah all of this makes sense for your character I get it I think the daughter got to turn into a badass I really liked that and I think Emily Blunt's character was it kind of shitty that in the first one she got set up to be like yeah she's going to be okay and you and it was written not as a movie that was going to have a sequel yeah but in this one it made sense she had a baby a literal baby and then she was just like, yeah, I'm not going to be useful because I'm taking care of a baby. I guess I understand that, but I w- it, it's much easier for me personally to make the mental gymnastics that she is going to leave her son and her, her baby with this trusted friend from their hometown and go and save her daughter because she knows she's effective at fighting these things yeah. than vice versa. Because I, f- I just feel like Emily Blunt got robbed out of a fucking awesome moment. Because, like, bro, Silly Murphy didn't do a bad job. Like, Silly no. Murphy, did he, he got the assignment, and he fucking did it. But I just feel like the writing in this movie 
failed it and it failed what John Krasinski's character set up because even in the beginning of the movie John Krasinski's in it again and I will say made me love John Krasinski I don't care if he's a dickhead <laughs> he, he was walking through that small town and he, I, all I saw was Clark Kent um, <laughs> but the thing that bummed me out is they, they show John Krasinski again and then it just like the movie starts becoming about how Cillian Murphy this new dude who, who they were friends with can become like John Krasinski in the first movie Yeah, and I was like that's not that doesn't that that doesn't resonate with anyone. That doesn't really matter. But what, for me, I think that it would have done a lot better with Emily Blunt. That being said, my last point on this is that at the end of the movie, it kind of ends with the two kids on on both on through both their plot points. It ends with yeah. the two kids taking care of business and killing the aliens. So I will say it may have fucked up and fumbled after the end of the first movie. But at the very end of it. The message in the first one is that they don't need dad, that everyone's going to be all right. And then at the end of this one, it's that the kids the are going to be all right. all right. Yeah, like everything's <laughs> going to be fine. Yeah. But that's I feel strongly I, about that. I think though. anything, this is a movie that's worth watching and forming your own opinion on that one. 100%. I, I agree. I, I, I won't call this movie bad. I think, I, and I'll even say that Cillian Murphy did such a fucking good job and Emily Blunt did such a good job with what they were given that... Mm -hmm. Even if I completely disagree with how they made this movie, it, it still works as a movie. It's yeah. not a bad movie. It's just a movie that doesn't need to exist. Now, that being said, if you haven't watched this movie, but you're watching this, there I hate being anything being spoiled for me. I like to just go in without even seeing trailers. I wish somebody had told me before I went into this movie, this is not a horror movie. No, the first all. one is a horror movie. It's it's great. There's some scary moments. It's there's there's the whole bathtub scene that's super quiet and very fucking spooky. Yeah, and got some good jump scares. This one is just an action movie. There's yeah. nothing scary about. It. There's maybe yeah. like two scenes where the music drops out and you're like ooh spook. But then it's you you always see the the aliens. Yeah, there's no like alien hiding behind a corner that jumps out. Yeah, they're they're not they're like predators. They don't give a fuck yeah. who sees them, so they just come in i like that a lot because i think that was actually really well set up at the end of the first movie whenever they they find out the sonic wave shit and the mom like shoots the alien mm -hmm. and kills it and then the other aliens run by and the, the last frame of the movie is emily blunt cocking a shotgun being like well, we're not afraid of them anymore yeah. so in this movie it being more of like a they know how to kill these things i feel like that was one thing where i was like i'm, I'm i can work with that yeah i also okay. like the idea of which if you, when you see this movie, they obviously are going to make a third one. They've set it up so that even though they shouldn't, and it's strange, I would be surprised if they don't. Yeah. I like. I hope that the third one they do another big shift, make it yeah. a totally different genre again. The idea of a franchise with three different genres for the movies sounds fucking cool. Yeah, I wonder where it could even go next. This one, I I just don't want it to be like. I wanted to find out more about where the aliens came from, but I would hate if the third one we saw like an alien spaceship or something. Mm. I feel like that would just get too big. One of the interesting facts I decided not to share was that logistically the 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 meteor's landing didn't make sense, which is the nerdiest and stupidest take for a movie. They were like the the size of the meteor he saw would have crushed the Earth and caused another global catastrophe similar oh, to the yeah. dinosaurs and it was like who cares and yeah. then the other points were but what about all the uh asteroids that hit the water then the animal then the things would just die so like it doesn't make sense begs the question what if there's smart aliens that are just sending these predator aliens into 
into the fucking world. Yeah. So if the next movie's a sci-fi movie where they're like, ooh, the smart aliens are coming down to Earth now. Humans gotta fuck up the aliens. Yeah. I'd watch it. I'd be on board. I'd it. watch it too, but I would need it to not be about this small town family and be about oh, yeah. like like some like Navy shift. SEALs. It's <laughs> <laughs> being like, oh, we have to kill you. So essentially, we just want Independence Day again, but like not bad. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> 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 We're, figure that one out, John. Yeah. Um, I got two things to bitch about. Yeah. They're, they're, they're pretty quick. Uh, one, leaves open for the sequel. Don't feel like that's necessary. And the first one yeah. didn't leave it open for a sequel, and they still managed to pull it off. So yeah. this one, you could have tied it all nice and pretty and then done it anyways. Yeah. Even that first one, like even it could have gone either way whether or not it was over for a sequel, but it's just like it, that would have been such a perfect ending. Yeah. Like you just don't need more. In this one, it's just like it's very obvious, like, okay, well, it ends the same way the first one ends. Like, we're going to see another movie out of these people. but mm-hmm. They don't even get back. The whole family isn't even together at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Oh, God. It, yeah, it's very stupid. Because it even, even like, fades to black, and then it has a different scene. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's not the family being together. So now you have the daughter and the new dad are on an island, a very safe island filled with people. They've killed the one alien that was there. So yeah. they're, they're perfectly fine. And then the wife, baby, and son are potentially going to get fucked later on but they're no, some, now like, there's bunker. a loud noise so yeah. everything's going to be fucked in like a thousand they learn how radius. to broadcast this like sonic wave that fucks the aliens so you can shoot their eardrums or whatever yeah um i i that, think it sounds sillier it was it was pretty cool yeah no it's totally fine yeah yeah that, but like, that's that just gets back down to like the point we've been making over and over again it's just like this movie works in practice the the i have the biggest problem with this movie and even then i was just like i'm not gonna I was, I'm not going to give this movie a 40 because they made a, a decision I didn't agree with. And then two more things to bitch about, which mm. obviously aren't enough to make it a bad movie. Uh, the boats. There's a moment where they get where they have to go get a boat, and then they take the boat to an island. And then one of these boats had an alien on it, and it just yeah. happened to float just right to get to the safe so island. Stupid. Which if there was a – if you de-dock a boat and yeah. you don't touch the boat, it doesn't – make its way to like the the likelihood of that happening is yeah. very fucking slim dude yeah no when they were on the docks i had such a funny moment where i was it was embarrassing i laughed in the movie theater by myself but like when they were on they're on the docks at this one point and these like shitty survivors are like trying to fuck with them and so uh the dad like yells and like brings the aliens to them and so they're on the dock and he's with the girl and i was just like oh just jump in the water like they, like you'll be fine and then i was just like Wait, that's stupid. Like, these apex predators, like, you're not going to just be safe in the water. And then two seconds later, the alien jumps in and drowns. And I fucking started crying laughing. Because I was like, I guess that wasn't a stupid thought to have. It's like, and of course these things can't fucking dr- uh, swim. When they, when they can't swim in this one, I also had the reaction of being like, oh, well, they need, like, something negative about these fucking yeah. things. Other than that you can make a loud noise and then shoot them. That's, yeah. that's almost impossible they to be that loud. They also just don't look like they can swim. Their arms are swords. Yeah. So now all of that being said, in the first one, John Krasinski and his whole family, man, are they adept at fighting these things. John literally finds out that noise scares them and that they can hear things within the first five seconds of them landing on Earth. He finds out that you can stand under a waterfall and the water is loud enough that they can't hear you. He's a fucking expert at murdering these goddamn aliens and staying safe from them. But at no point did the man think to try water. Just not one time he was like, mm, we could use silence and red lights and string up an entire farm to expertly navigate the avoidance of these things. But a moat couldn't have thought of that one. Uh, well, I, don't, I wouldn't have thought about that. I didn't even think of that until it fucking happened. You also have to consider That's it's nuts. just, you have to also consider it's just like 
the sound carries over water. Mm-hmm. So you would think like it, it, they would be able to hear you from further away. I'm just saying this should have been going on for two years, and they were next to a waterfall. Multiple times they went to the waterfall, but they weren't. They were. <laughs> we're gonna argue about something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only thing I'll say is like they were. Living that high stress where the only time where you're seeing them, you don't have time to experiment with them and, and like, try out new new ways. To f- the the mm-hmm. only things you can try out with them are new ways to kill them. Yeah. And stuff like that. I would not have thought, like, well, he, oh, they can't figured, swim. He tried a lot of different stuff at that farm to figure out how to expertly avoid them by sound. He figured out the sound thing very quickly, and then he, but, he put sand, he put giant trails of sand but that just everywhere. Has to, but that has to do with hearing stuff. So this man can only think about hearing things? He can't that's think the, that's the one thing they know about them. <laughs> They're aliens. <laughs> I feel like I would have tried the water thing a long time ago. John Krasinski not built different. <laughs> First of all, piece of shit. Second of all, dumb. The shittiest thing about this episode is you're making me defend John Krasinski's character. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, Quiet Place Two, the oh, a, a good seventy. Um, if you watch the first one, watch watch this one. If you it's didn't watch fine. the first one, go watch the first one. Yeah, and then maybe watch this one. But the first one's fucking amazing. Yeah, and then like if you if you're like, oh well, I just have to have more of this, then yeah, watch the second one. If you're just like, that's good enough, like most normal people were, <laughs> just don't watch the second one. Yeah. yeah, I think that's all we got for this one. Yeah, those are all our thoughts on a uh, Quiet Place Part Two. Um. Check out our other uh, movie review on Fast 9, the Fast and Furious Saga. F9, Fast 9, the Fast Saga. F9F. 9F. FFX. FFX. Thank you for listening. Thank you.